Hey, this is the Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 359. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan, and we're going to kick off a new arc by talking about some of your favorite decks. Now, hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back with yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What is going down? Whole bunch is going down. We're going to start a really exciting new arc this week, I think. I'm really pumped for it. We're going to talk about CCO Nation's most favoritest, most feel-goodest decks. We've got a really good one today after both of our hearts. Mm. It does butt stuff for you, and it's all foiled out for me, which I really like. we got some people to thank, some stories to tell, and some other fun stuff to talk about. Before we get to any of that, we have to thank our official business daddies, FusionGamingOnline.com. Your source for all your gaming needs? Yeah, yeah, I think you forgot for a minute. <laughs> My, just, wh- wait, wh- what are we thanking them for? What do they do? Here's what they do. They CCO slam you by giving you 5% off stuff you're going to buy anyway. That's a good idea. There we go. They are your source for all your gaming needs. Yeah. That's their thing. Whether it be Magic the Gathering, Playmats, Gaming Supplies, Dice, they got it all. Uh, secret Lair. Yes. Did it come in the mail? Borderless. Oh, Foil. Skull clamp. Ooh, yeah. Every so often you pick up the little wee treasures. Yep. It's cool. So what Brando did to achieve such greatness Mm -hmm. is he goes to Mm FusionGamingOnline.com. He picks some stuff he's going to buy. And you know what? He was going to buy it anyway. I sure was. So what he did at checkout was entered in the promo code CCO Slam into like to the promo code checkout little bar. And he hits enter or submit and it gives him a discount. They just charged me less money. That's a good idea. I was going to give them money and they took less of my money because I put CCO Slam in there. That easy. Yep. That easy. And if you've never used it before, because it's one-time use only, you can use CCO Perks, get 10% store credit kickback. Which you can then use to pay less for more things that you were going to get anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. you got to spend 100 bucks to get that 100 Canadian, so it's like $4 American. Yeah. 15 cents, pounds, or euro, or whatever. Whatever they use over there now. And they just give you that store credit back. They just give you 10% back. And then you can use it again. And you can use the promo code next time. Yeah. CCO Slam, that is. It's pretty good. Yeah, very excellent. If you want to save money on gaming supplies, we got another deal for you, though. Geekwood.ca. We've got an affiliate link. You can click it up here if you're watching on YouTube. Or you can... Wait, 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 wait. If they're watching on YouTube? Yes. They should totally be watching on YouTube! Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah. You, you missed it, but you got there. You made up for yeah, it. Yeah, I, I did. Or you can click down below on the affiliate link. You use CCO podcast promo code. You get 10% off, and it's good stuff. We, it, is, it is. We, we were using we it. use it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At EDH&M's, our body five-color mono white angel Aaron always brings his dice rolling tower with the little tray. Yep. He's got some of the custom dice from there. He's got a sweet bag that all the dice come in, so we have this nice little setup that we play on. It's really my, cool. My favorite way to do it, because we were playing chasing, oh. did not go well for you. No. No, like three games in a row, Brando just got dink stomped. Six. Six games <laughs> over a two-week period? It was it was not good. My favorite way to do it, though, besides dink stomping Brando, yeah. I was playing Bruvac Beats, yeah. is I take the planer die, and I just like from on high, like I'm holding my arm up and I just drop it into the dice tower and it just goes whoop right out. <laughs> I see you cheat. Oh. Is that what that is? Huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Watch yeah, out for you know what? No, if he hey, cheats. if you're I got you, I got you. If you're concerned, if you're concerned about your friends cheating, you get a Geekwood dice tower, makes it impossible. I don't know, you were trying it. Yeah, you, but I, I but I was failing. I was failing at cheating so my friends could have a better time thanks to geekwood.ca. <laughs> Set me. Man, that last game we played, it's just like, it's like, man, I don't even want to play in this game. You're like, no, you have to play in the you game. Have like, to. It's going to be good. Okay, fine, fine. I'll play in the game. And then we just got rolled. And Alex like, well, the only deck I haven't played yet is Aminatu. It's like, oh, great. It's time to get Agent of Treachery locked. Here we go. And we hit the phenomenon where everybody puts a permanent into play. And wouldn't you know who won the pony? <laughs> Alex with the damn Agent of Treachery lock. <laughs> yeah, you go you go, uh, Old Knobbone. Yeah. And he goes, Agent of Treachery. <laughs> He's like, I'll take Old Knobbone. Right? Like, what the? Oh, man, oh. so good. It's just so good. Just anything that could have gone wrong for me over the last couple of weeks in magic 
has gone wrong for yeah. me. Yeah, and, and and then I thought, okay, I'm gonna get him on my turn. All I got to do is untap because I got Bruvac. I'm gonna mill him out, right? And and he's got maybe 60 cards in his library. Yeah. Pfft, that's nothing. Yeah, that's nothing for Bruvac. He goes bounce age into treachery, steal Bruvac. I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> no. And then it's like. Hit Brando for seven with old Gnawbone, make seven treasures, everybody mill 14, yeah, and take seven. He's because he's got Alter of the Brood and my Bruvax, and now he's just making treasures for every time he attacks, and we all were going to get milled out. And he had my, my guy. And he had my ingenious artillerist, so we also took damage for whenever the treasures came into play. Oh, yeah. Would, would, just... we, would we have <laughs> died from mill first or from damage first? Uh, he's doing a lot of damage. I think I died from damage. Yeah, what I did think you, what, you I died, died from, from damage, damage too, because I got hit with an old novel. <laughs> yes, a bunch of times. Yes, says bad. Speaking of having bad luck at magic games, here's why I allowed that to happen over the last two weeks. Oh, I've taken okay. control of it, and it was my fault. That was me. That was the energy Ooh. I was putting into the world coming back at me. Ooh, it's because I had to cleanse myself. So that when I go and I play nothing but EDH with my friends in mm. Vancouver at the face-to-face games event next weekend, Face Fest, all my games are going to be good. I think that that is a good reason to have a couple bad games. Yep. So you can yep. go. Here's what we're going to do. I was so salty, I woke up with a headache from being dehydrated. Well, that could have been the ribs you ate at the bar and the <laughs> freaking tanker of beer. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what we're going to do. Okay. Going to go Vancouver. Yes. Going to land in Vancouver. Sure are. We got nothing to do when we get there because we land before the the show opens. We got to take a cab to the show. Oh, yeah. No. So balls, all that. We're gonna find somewhere to drink a beer. Oh yeah, we are. <laughs> Not at the airport though. No. 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 So we're gonna go there. We're gonna drink beer. Yeah. Play magic. Yeah, we are. We're gonna get some food. Probably. Yes, I was thinking of getting like some some butter chicken or something catered to the to the house. Ooh, we could get um um what's that stuff that I like. That's from that part of the world. It's like a, it, it's a paste that you put on rice. It's got like meat and spices in it. Uh, we can the, get it. Yeah, that stuff. We can whoever get it. knows what the thing I just described is, put it down. On the, it's super popular, and it, I, I feel stupid for not being able to think of the word well, curry. Got it. Got it. Got there. Butter chicken. You'll love it. I like Tr- butter chicken. Okay, perfect. We're yeah. getting butter chicken, unless everybody overrules us, but we're the frickin' bosses. Yeah, we do what we want. Speaking of Vancouver, this is what else we got going on. We got booster packs, courtesy of Uncle Brando and Business Daddy's FusionGamingOnline.com. Uh-huh. We're going to do some open flippy. We we usually provide some amount of packs for open flipping at the, at the CCO experiences, right? And I'm sure as we go around collecting stamps at the face-to-face event, we will inevitably acquire more of them. Sure. I'm going to collect stamps. You're going to collect stamps, yeah, like achievement unlocked. Exactly. <laughs> a little punch card. Yeah, even if they don't have them, <laughs> I'm going to get them. You just say, hey, vendor, can you can you take this stamp? Can you snap this? Okay. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll submit it to face-to-face the end of the give me a prize. Uh, Brando, what are you talking Give me a prize! <laughs> and it's, it's going to be great. Yeah, that is fantastic. The experience... Because I want to talk about this a little bit more because we got we got Minneapolis and Las Vegas for sure coming up. Yeah. And I just want to let everybody know who is a patron or who's thinking to become be thinking about becoming a patron. That was way harder than it needed it's not to just be. Me. This is what we do. We show up. Yeah. We play magic. We do. We eat food. We sure do. We drink beer. Absolutely. We give away some free stuff to the attendees of the experience. That's people that are staying in the house. Because it's fun. We've got booster packs. We've got Team paraphernalia, yeah. Team Ryan and Team Brando, and that could be either pins for your hat or your sweater, or stickers for your deck or deck box or whatever. Yeah. People are really liking the CCO Experience Raw Dog decks, where you just <laughs> build the jankiest, worst deck and have everybody sign it or like rip a card and you tape it back together. Yeah. There's somebody's got a ripped card that's held together with CCO stickers. Yeah, I think that might be. The, is that Mac or is that um, Tyler Matuli Stone? I think that's Mac. I Tyler Matuli Stone has one that I taped back together with like ma- with with masking tape. We used his entire deck as a sponge to clean up spilled beer one time. Yep. These are the kinds of things we do, and it is our Patreon. Thank you that we do them for. Mm-hmm. So if you're interested, Patreon.com/slash/CCO Podcast. Get in and have a good time with us. And it's pretty cool that us doing something for everybody else also ends up being one of the highlights of 
whatever season it's in or the year. Yeah, very much All so. of my favorite things from last year, all of them happened at CCO Experiences. Well, you had a pretty shitty year. Though. I did, but still. <laughs> but still. Think of it. It was so bleak. Yeah, yeah, Except yeah. for those bright, shining times. That you don't remember. That's the best part. I remember most of it. I remember a light. I remember one light bulb in Vegas. Yeah. Out of all the light bulbs in Uh, Vegas, I remember one. I remember Sink Guy helping me get my glasses put back together. Oh. Right? Yeah. I I I remember Dorito Hot Cool Ranch. I remember them telling me that I disappeared once and they found me at the bar ordering a triple tequila sunrise. Ooh. Ooh, that was bad, Man, bad mistake. I, I like a good tequila sunrise. Me too. It probably was good. Of course, if you meet us at the events, if you come out, you find us at, at FaceFest Vancouver, free to walk in the door, jam games. We're going to have t-shirts, play mats, stickers. We're, we're going to have merch there and you're going to be able to buy it there if you want it. If you don't want to buy it there, you can go to commandercoco.com mm-hmm. and go to the store there. It's all there. And there's some, some handmade prints by moi it's French for me that are there if you want to check those out you mentioned Sink Guy yeah he is our first Patreon thank you today oh you mean he went over to patreon.com slash cco podcast and helped support the show because he's in a position to do that did we appreciate that he's an increaser oh shit and I was going to give him a new nickname but you said that CCO experience nicknames trump all they stick Sink Guy Sink he guy. used to be J-Rock Confarty because of his obviously gaseous ass. And his, but and now his he's, last name? But now he's Sink Guy. And if you don't know, because you weren't there, you, you should have been him. there. You should have been there. Yeah. yeah, that's better. That's right. That was both unfortunate and, and am- very funny. And amazing. Very it's funny. amazing. I still tell that story to people. It's very good. And We're it- all just chatting and chatting and chatting, and then all of a sudden we just hear it. Yeah, no. it was the, the greatest. No. On the last day, we're all getting ready to go to the airport. It's bright, it's sunny, it's happy. The house is clean. Yeah. Good thing, too, hey? Oh, yeah. What if yeah. you had to clean a bunch of garbage after that happened? Oh. I guess you clean a bunch of garbage before that happened. Yeah. Well, and then that's you, Maybe that's why you did it. Yeah, maybe. We but have another patron increase, we though. We do, okay. This guy, he says, he says, Ryan and Brando, I need a new nickname. What better way than to show your support at Patreon? Michael... Mickey is Mickey don't matter no more. Mickey don't matter no more. I want to make his last name is Finnamore. I want to make like a fit fitting more. Like a like a fistamore. Fistamore. Yes. <laughs> that's that's the joke that you were going to make and then I was I was then getting we there. Just, like you put the nail on the thing and then I hit it on the head. You fisted it. Yeah, that's right. You fisted it more just like Michael. Yes. Michael Fistimore. Fistimore. Yeah. <laughs> Is ten that, out of ten. I like it. Yes. If I there's like that one. if there's a way to fit a fist in even more, like if there's a way to fit a fist joke in, we're gonna fit a fist joke in. It's true. And that's both a fist joke and true. Yes. And I mean sometimes when you can't slap with an open hand, you have to slap with a fist. Slap him with a fist. Mm-hmm. I've got one more piece of podcasty business. Uh oh. This is the booster pack game winner from oh, last yeah. week. For contributing what they were hoping to see reprinted. Man, lots of people want the medallions, hey? Lots yes. Of, they're on Team Us and Team Give Us the Shit That We Want. Why did we Why did we say we want... Why were we asking for reprints? Because everybody knew what deck we were doing. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. And it's interesting to know what people are actually out there looking for. Like, if you could get anything that's like yeah. more dollars than you want to spend on a card, get it reprinted, so maybe you can open one. Medallions are good. Yep. They're good ones. Yep. Uh, medallions was what our winner said, and also Mycosynth Golem. Mycosynth Golem, I guess it is. Huh. That's the affinity for artifacts guy. Yeah. That costs like 14 Yeah. $45. No. Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> Needs a reprint. Yep. Yeah, it does. Yeah, and you yeah, put it, it in a master set or, or somewhere they, where you don't care that it's got affinity for artifacts. Yeah. Right? Like put it in a pre-con or something like the Urza pre-con. But $45 yeah. is starting to get hard to reprint in a pre-con. Yeah. Right? You got to put it in like a, like a modern Masters or something. Is it in a, must be in a modern deck or something, hey? Must be. I think it's just because it's rare and it's good. Is it, is it a 3-3? Three, three? Or 4-4? Four, four? No, How it's like it? a, it's like, it's big. It's like a. Was it big? It's like a six eleven or something. Okay. Yeah, it's big. Yeah, right. Anyways, the winner is Justin Iwinski. 
Justin Owinski? Justin Owinski, congratulations, my dude. Get at us at commandercookout at gmail.com. Let us know that that's your name. Let us know where you live, including a postal or zip code so that we know where to send your sticker pack, token pack, or boring old pack of actual Magic the Gathering playing cards. Yeah. And if you're not this person, do not be emailing us because you're going to ruin it for everybody. Very much so. Mm-hmm. For past winners and recent patrons, all of the last month's winners and Patreon sign-up gifts have gone out. Yeah. So if you're wondering if I sent them, yes, I have. They just take some time because we do it at the like in the first week of the following month. And Canada Post plus Customs plus USPS equals added time where you're used to maybe just... USPS being faster. Man, USPS is pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah, everybody dumps on them, but man, they're, they're pretty fast. Pretty fast, yeah. yeah well. They're pretty good. They're better than Canada Post, I'll tell you that. Well, Canada Post is nicer, but they're yeah, slower. They're friendlier to you, probably, but yeah. they're not as they're not as efficient at delivering delivery, a, yeah. a piece of thing to a place. Now, speaking of efficient package delivery, oh, we have a deck. By Finger Blast Mommy 2. Yes, we do. And not only is he a finger blaster, but he's got two kids, so we know that he can deliver the package. Well said. Yeah. Well said. Yeah, that's yes. a compliment. That yes. is a compliment. It is, yes. I'm yeah. sure his children are well-adjusted and handsome. Most likely. Yeah. Most likely. I, I bet they are. And this deck is really cool because it was the inspiration for what we're going to be doing for the next little while. It's oh, just, this is the deck that yeah. inspired the arc? Sure is. He sent it just out of nowhere. Hey, Brando, here's a deck that I really like. It inspired me to like reevaluate how I build decks. Ooh, I like that. I, I found different synergies where if my main game plan gets thrown off, there's other ways to either get myself back on track nope. or still win the game. I love playing it. It makes me happy every single time. And I'm like, man, this is a... I like that. And we've had so many decks sent in to us since we said we're going to do this that we could probably do it for the rest of the year. We're not going <laughs> to, but we could do it for a Also, I've got at least four decks that are balls-themed. You love balls. They love balls in the nation. And I'm not reading anything into that, but there's a lot of balls. And I'm going to take credit for it because of the Christmas balls episode we did a few years ago. Balls and fists. That's, that's all what, you're getting that's, here. That's what we got. And finger blasts. In a sock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we have Babala Saga Night Witch. That is the command. Give it a read. It is a 3-3 three, three, for black, green, one. Human, warlock, tap, sack, up to. This is important. Up to. Three permanents. If there were three or more card types among the sacrificed permanents, each opponent loses three life. You gain three life, and you draw three cards. Whoa. So this is the thing. If we sacrifice a permanent that has all three types, we only have to sacrifice one permanent. Correct. Because it says up to three. That's right. if you sacrifice a permanent or permanents that have three different types, Mm -hmm. you do the thing. That's right. So we've got like... Artifact creature, enchantment creature, or an enchantment that also brings into play a creature. That's right. Which essentially is one card to get two permanent types. That's right. Then, let's say we have an enchantment creature and we tap our liquid metal torque to make it an artifact. Uh Uh-oh. Then we have all three types on one card. We sacrifice it, tap Babla Saga. Bubba lasagna, night bitch. Yeah. Uh, what did you call? Bubba lasagna sandwich. Sandwich. You ever yeah. had a lasagna sandwich? Well, you could now if you I played ha- this deck. I haven't either. And now that I've said that out loud. Is that like a meatball sub sandwich, but with like lasagna? Like we were just taking Italian food and making it into sandwiches. Maybe. I mean, do you just take, would, would you just take any la- sandwich? Do you take lasagna and just put bread? Do you take lasagna and put it into a bun? How would you? I got you. Create. A lasagna sandwich. You take a, like a slice of lasagna okay. and you put it in between two slices of garlic bread. Oh, my God. There it is. Oh, that's there all I want is. now. Bubba lasagna sandwich. Let's kick it over to cards so that we can go home and make that. <laughs> yes. Okay. We'll, uh, we'll see you in a minute. Yeah. Okay, Ryan. Now, Finger Blast Mommy 2 is, was a very decent sort when he submitted this deck. Too decent. Several. Custom categories uh-huh. in this deck. Several. Now, some of them are fairly 
easy, so we'll we'll kind of bang through those. We've got some ramp and some protect and all that stuff. But yeah. we have lots of categories that have like one card in them, so bear with us, ladies and germs. Here we go. Ramp. Ramp. We have what I think what would be beneficial while we're teching this deck would be to recognize when something is more than one uh, card type mm -hmm. or if it can create or or add a card type to yes. something. Agreed. So I'll I'll just we'll we'll pay attention to yes. that. We have wild growth? Sure. We have a Viridian emissary. That's a creature that gets what a land. What order are yours in? Alphabetical, baby. Oh, mine are not. Okay, now they are. There we go. Utopia Sprawl. That's enchantment. Tireless Provisioner. That makes artifacts when you play lands. Yep, makes treasures. Solemn Simulacrum is an artifact and a creature. Sol Ring. Sanctum Weaver is an enchantment and a creature. Ornithopter in Paradise. Artifact creature. Ordeal of Nylea. Ooh. This is a, a card that we maybe should pay attention to. It's an enchantment for green one. Whenever enchanted creature attacks, put a plus one, plus one counter on it. Then if it has three or more counters on it, you sacrifice Ordeal of Nylea. When you sacrifice it, search your library for two basic lands, put them into play tapped, shuffle your library. Huh? Okay. Neat. Liquid Metal Torque. Makes something an artifact. Yes. Gilded Goose comes in, makes an artifact, a la a food token, and a Copper Mirror, which is an artifact creature. Yes, and Wild Growth and Utopia Sprawl, they do represent two different card types on a ramp card in that they make your land tap for more than one and they're also an enchantment. Yes. So you could sacrifice it in a pinch to make all opponents lose three life by thereby giving up your ramp. Yes. So that's an interesting little thought. We have the removal package. Hold on, I want to oh. do untaps real first. Do the untaps? Because the untaps can lead to additional ramp. Okay. Or can lead to Bubba La Saga triggers on other people's turns. Okay. So we've got a frick. I can't even say the first one. <laughs> Fetivir. Tyvar. That's what it is. Tyvar. <laughs> I was not even close. Tyvar Jubilant Brawler. This is uh, green. That's what color that is. Green, yep. black, one, three loyalty, Tyvar Planeswalker. You can activate... Uh, oh, frick, man. I can't even read cards today. You may activate abilities of creatures you control as those those creatures had haste. You can plus one to untap up to one target creature. That's Bubba Saga. Yep. And you can minus two to mill three cards, and you can return a creature from among them to the battlefield. Yes. They sure. cost two or less. A sure. little dude. Let me ask you one thing about Tyvar. Sure. I mean, I know you haven't read a lot of the the lore here, but I don't think Tyvar got completed, but then he has an Icker fist, and he has spikes coming out of his goddamn eyeballs. What the hell is happening there? Didn't they do completed versions of Planeswalkers that didn't get completed? They, I think they did. Did they do that? They did do That's that. That's very confusing, Watsy. Stop that. Yeah, but I also appreciate it because you get the cool... Kind of like anime art. I guess you get the neat body horror yeah. image too. Thousand Year Elixir. Thousand Year Elixir. You can activate stuff as though it had haste and you can pay one tap, untap target creature. It's kind of like Tyvar. Yes. Patriar uh, pardon me. Patriar's Seal. Yes. You can add a mana of any color to your mana pool. So it's a rock. So it's a rock. And you can pay one tap, untap target legendary <laughs> creature you control. So that does two things that the deck wants to do. Uh, how many manas does that card cost, right? Three. Unplayable? Yep. Cut it for a diamond. Instill energy. Oh, my Lord. How do I get the frickin'... Okay, this is an enchantment aura for green, and you can go enchanted creature can attack as though it had haste. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> enchanted creature does not have haste. Yes. But it can attack as though it did. Yes. So you can't activate abilities like it. That's haste. <laughs> That's the weirdest thing ever. And you can pay zero mm -hmm. colon. Untap enchanted creature. Activate only during your turn and only once each turn. So you can just untap a thing if it's tapped. Yes. Okay. Instill energy is good. So those those can give you mana if like you instill energy onto your copper mirror or your ornithopter of paradise. Yep. You can get mana. Lots of neat stuff to be done there. Lots of tricks. We were talking about how there's tricks in here before. Yep. There's some of them. Okay. Removal. Protection. Um, Freaking. We got lots of that stuff. Let's start with removal. This oh, is man. This is easy. We got 
Tox CD and Toxic Deluge. Yeah, that kills all the stuff. Tear Asunder. Tear Asunder that uh, probably kills a thing, but if you kick it, it kills two things? It kills an artifact or enchantment. Oh, but if you kick it, it kills anything. Anything but a land. Yeah, I told you that card was good. Nobody believed me. And I'm I, like, that card's freaking good, man. I believe you. Good. Rex Age. That kills a thing when it ETBs. Lignify. Makes a thing into a 0-4, and that's an enchantment. Haywire Might. That's an artifact creature. You sack it to gain two life and destroy a thing. Exile a thing. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Damnation. That kills all the things. Chime of Night. Here's a cool piece of old school Phyrexian art. Yep. This is what they used to look like. I think that this one is just as scary as some of the modern ones. Agreed. Look at those teeth. Chime of Night. Uh, enchant creature for black one. When Chime of Night is put into the graveyard from the battlefield, destroy target non-black creature. So you sack it with Baba the Saga. Kill a thing. Yeah, it's it's kind of like terror, but the enchantment has to die. Yeah. But we'll just make the enchantment die when we cast it to kill a creature and to draw three cards, gain three life, make you lose three. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's pretty dope. And the last one is Assassin's Trophy. Ass-ass-ins trophy. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes. Protection. Protection. Now we have to scroll all around to find said protection. Mine is right beside. Tamio's <laughs> Safekeeping is the first one. I said this card was good too. Nobody believed me. <laughs> I gotta stop saying that because people start believing me when I'm right all the time. <laughs> <laughs> this is an insty target permanent you control gains hexproof and indestructible at the end of turn, and you gain two life. That's two instances of gain two life, and those do actually come up later on. Ooh. Those are going to become important later. So those little incidental life gains, we're going to use those later. I've seen incidental life gains or. Lack of incidental life gains affect games the last two weeks in a row that I've played Magic. Outrageous. Or, sorry, last week and three weeks ago. So, right. like, yeah. Anyways. Swiftfoot Boots. That's a Swiftfoot DB. Kaya's Ghost Form. Oh, here's a little guy. This is an enchantment for black. Enchanted creature or planeswalker you control. Mm -hmm. When enchanted permanent dies or is put into exile, return that card to the battlefield under your control. Neat. So if we sacrifice this as an enchantment and a creature it's on, do we still get the creature back? I, I don't think don't we think do. So. I don't think so. I don't think so. But if we sacrifice the creature, we just get it back. Correct. Okay. Cool. Let's do some reanimation. That's like protecting. Sure. And then we'll lump that in with graveyard getting backing. Yes. Okay. So we have necromancy. <laughs> That's an enchantment that animates a thing. It's like a getter backer that it's a, it's an enchantment, I think, is what's important. So you get a creature and this enchantment when it enters the battlefield. Correct. And you can sacrifice both of them to get two different permanent types. We have living death. That switches graveyards and creatures and on the battlefield for everybody. And animate dead. Same thing as narcomancy. It's an enchantment. That gets a creature back. I want to stop here for just a second because the the version that Finger Blast Mommy 2 is playing is a Judge Gift one, and it's got Undead Atali on it. Ooh, That's yeah. neat. I like that. And that Judge Gift one has the old school text on it and the old school type line that says Enchant Dead Creature. Cool. Yeah, and it's got, uh, I was going to say it's Rotting Regis or our, our good friend Regis. But it is, uh, I think that it's a Tali. I think it's a Tali. And we also have a Gloom Shrieker. Yes. This is kind of like Eternal Witness in that it's a three drop, two, one for, th for enchantment creature. Yes. No, that's that, the important part. Yes. A three drop, two, one for three, I was going to say. It's got Menace, and when it enters the battlefield, return target permanent card from your graveyard to your hand. And that's what's important is that it's a permanent, right? Probably. Because we want to get stuff back that we sacrificed. Yeah. Most of our stuff is permanent. And then if it would die, exile it instead. So not... I, it's kind of shitty. Eternal Witness. Witness. But like... In this deck, it's probably better because yeah. it's two creature types. Yeah, it's two card types. Yeah. Card yeah. type matters dot deck. So this yes. is more of them. So here we are. I want to say enable extra types. That's yeah. our next one. Yeah, these are cool. I like these, too. I like this stuff. We have a liquid metal coating. We've talked about that one a little bit already. It taps to make something an artifact. So that, that gloom, what is it called? Gloom Shrieker, enchantment creature, liquid metal it, 
Now it's an artifact too. Also. So you sack it, take three, gain three, draw three. Yes. Perfect. Yep. New card. I said this one was going to be good, and so did everybody else. And it's $34, so it's no secret. <laughs> so everybody knows it's good, unless you... Never mind. Biotransference. Ooh. Black, black, two enchantment. Creatures you control are artifacts in addition to their other types. Mm -hmm. There it is. The same is true for creature spells you control and stuff that is whatever. And Everything's an artifact. And whenever an artifact, whenever you cast an artifact, you lose a life and get a 2-2 black creature artifact or artifact creature. Ooh. So it enables itself just Ooh. by being there. That's a cool card, man. So we could we could uh, get an artifact creature, enchant it with Chime of Night, mm -hmm. and sacrifice that free guy mm -hmm. and the Chime of Night. Boom, three permanent types, draw three, lose three, gain three. Kill a thing, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and kill a thing. Yes. All for the cost of just playing like a liquid metal torque and getting that free artifact out of it. Yep. Cool. A Shia Soul of the Wild. Oh, this is kind of a funky one. Hey, Star Star Elemental Legendary Creature for five. Power and toughness each equal to the number of lands we control, Ooh. which could be could be fine. Could, well, re keep reading the card. What I mean is it's probably a 5-5 five, five or 6-6, six, 7-7. Six, seven, seven. As the game goes on, this card gets better. Oh, it sure does. Okay, and then non-token creature you control are forest lands in addition to their other types. So now, oh, you have five or six lands. Cool. You also have four or five creatures. Now yes. it's a 10-10. Ten, ten. And also... All your stuff is lands. All my stuff, all my creatures are also lands. And... So that adds a permanent type to them. And now you can't get rifted anymore. Ooh. Because it doesn't bounce lands. I had rift in my hand when I died the other night when Alex killed me. Yeah. Frick. Destroy target non-land permanent. Oh. Uh, right? I like Ashaya. There's some tricksy stuff that she could do. I like yeah, that. Yeah, that's a good one. So we got an extra Baba. Let's do extra Baba next because it's, it's there too. Oh, I love getting extra baba It's It's braids. Don't you like this one? I do. I like Braids. Give her a read. Braids Arisen Nightmare is a 3-3 three, three for 3, two of which are black at the beginning of your end step. You can sacrifice an artifact, creature, enchantment, or land, or planeswalker. If you do, each opponent may sacrifice a permanent that shares a card type with it. For each opponent who does not, that player loses two life and we draw a card. Oh, that's like a little mini Baba. Yeah. That's like mini Baba. Min Bob. Mini Baba. Yep. Every time that's I've... like a sample of lasagna at Costco. Each and every time I've played braids i've never drawn a card not one time they just sacrifice everybody just sacks a thing too it's like come on guys generally people have throwaway things that are not as good as the average card in your deck yeah right? like a like a like a one one or a zero one plant token or whatever right yeah it's, it's not as good as the the random average card in your deck <laughs> <laughs> that's why braids is not as powerful and therefore not as big of a deal as people Thought. Oh, they got to ban this, or they got to unban the old one. Ah. Yeah. No. No, they don't. Really no, don't. they don't. Ah. So, void mirror. <laughs> I love void mirror. Every time Alex busts out his colorless deck, he goes, are you playing void mirror? And I go, no, because I got him with it once. Oh. I got him with it one time, and then I cut it, because like, okay, like, oh, man. I put this in here so I could get him, and then I got him. Because that's what you do to your friends. Yeah, of course you it is. You freaking get them. Yeah, you just you get them once just to like stick it to them. Yeah. And then everybody left that Void Mirror. It was super funny. Like Nobody was sweeping artifacts doing anything. It was so funny that Alex was just host. Just not playing. He just couldn't. He couldn't. It was amazing. That's excellent. It was incredible. Speaking of sacrificing things and then making our opponents all sacrifice things, we maybe want to get some more of those things back like land. Oh, yeah? Because we're going to play lands from our yard. Yeah, lands from our yard and additional lands are sections in this deck. And I'm like, how hard are we going into this theme instead of aristocrat type effects mm. where you are just enabling or furthering your strategy? I, I don't know what direction I'd like to take it. And obviously, it's not my deck. Obviously, Cohen or Finger Blast Mommy 2 has all of the knowledge because he's mm -hmm. played this deck Lots. probably dozens and hundreds of times. And, and has it at the sweet spot, I would probably lean into Aristocrats and Graveyard Getter Backers and and cards that give you multiple tokens when they ETB instead of the lands. Fair. That's But that's yeah. just my build style. Yeah. I like butt stuff. He maybe likes um, 
land stuff. I keep thinking of cards that I would love to put in this deck. All of them are red. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, they, oh they, this would totally work. Red. Damn it. But here we are. Okay. So it's getting lands from the yard. We have World Shaper. World Shaper? Uh, oh, I couldn't find the land section. Freaking too many categories. Oh. Whenever you attack, you may... Whenever World Shaper attacks, you may put the top three cards of your library into your graveyard. When World Shaper dies, put all land cards from your graveyard onto the battlefield. Tapped. Oh, oh, self-mill, sacrifice into a bubble of saga, get all your lands. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. The Mending of Dominaria. Saga. Yeah. Enchantment, okay. So on chapters one and two, put two cards from... Uh, Put the top two cards of your library into your graveyard, then you can return a creature card from them into your hand. Saga is a card type? Uh, enchantment is the card type. Okay. Saga is the subtype. But Important he, to know. But he did have the... Um, he did have the Lignify, which is a tribal enchantment. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anyways, That's... Mending of Dominaria, Chapter 3. Return all land cards from your graveyard to the battlefield, then shuffle your graveyard into your lib. Cool. That's pretty good. Splendid Wreck. Gets Re all your lands back. Restore. Gets a land card from your graveyard onto the battlefield under your control. From any graveyard. Y yes, I was that, just going to make the correction. That's important. That's a cool card. I like that card. It goes. It's an under... It's a little bit understated, hey? Yeah. That, and, that that card is good. And I think it's probably because, like, well, you can get a fetch, you can get a... But, I mean, every so often, there's, like, some mill going on, somebody loses a Nykthos. Self-mill's a thing. Nykthos or, a, or frick every so often, somebody's going to have a guy's cradle in there. Right? <laughs> like, it's going to happen, and you, you get it back. There, you, you get it. And, I'm going to restore your strip mine onto my battlefield and then get somebody else's thing. Yeah, that's pretty good too. There it is, and then we've got a we got a Ramonap Excavator and Crucible of Worlds. Both of those let us play great lands from our graveyard, and a Conduit of Worlds. Conduit of Worlds lets us do that too, but Conduit of Worlds also, 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 you can tap it to play a non-land permanent from your graveyard if you haven't played any spells that turn. Yeah, it's that's a cool card, and I'm I'm not saying it's going to be a huge deal, but I think that that card is going to see some play. You're going to see it popping up in games. That was on my top five for. Uh, for Phyrexia, all will be one. It was one of the ones, and I likened it to Yogmoth's Bargain, which does the same thing, but it forces you to only play from your graveyard and only one spell per turn. <laughs> <laughs> so this is like better, good. yes, better, but it does the same thing. So you talked about aristocrats. Well, oh, let's do additional lands. Yeah, there additional you go. There lands. you go. You're right. I looked up and saw that. Now we were talking about this guy earlier in the show too. On the pre-show. On I the pre-show. The Gitfrog. Gitrog monster, 6-6 six, six or 5 with death touch. That's pretty good stats. Because yeah, as we know, yeah. all 6-6s six need going in death the, touch. He's going in the first round, man. <laughs> I'm telling you. Uh, at the beginning of your upkeep, sacrifice the Gitrog monster unless you sacrifice a land. That's yep. ah, fine. We can get him back. And you can play additional lands. Whenever one or more lands is put into your graveyard from anywhere, draw a card. Neat. He does all those things. He does everything. He has more lines of text on him than the average planeswalker. Get drug monster. Mm -hmm. He's good. He is, in fact, a monster. And, Finger Blast Mummy 2, nice judge promo there. Mm -hmm. We have an exploration. Play an extra land. Dryad of the Elysian Grove. Play an extra land. All your lands count for everything. Yeah. They're all basic land types. And... Enchantment creature. Yes. Important to note there. Very important to note. Aristo effects. Now we're talking. So now we're doing all this stuff. Now we should probably talk about are we going to try and win the damn game? And well, the answer is yes. We're going to try Bubba, and win the game. How many? Okay, so let's say you play Bubba the Saga on turn three. Sure. Because she's a three drop. Yeah. Let's say the game goes to turn eight. You're going to get seven, six or seven activations. Sure. If you get six or seven, you're going to get 18 or 21 damage out of Bubble Saga. Right. That's only like a half of somebody's life total. Yeah. Are you relying on other people to get your opponent's lives down? In some cases, maybe. We just haven't got to the point in the deck where we can do the extra 17. Well, let's look at the aristocrats and see if they can help us. I'll bet you they can. We're going to start with Sir Conrad the Grim. This... 
This man will help us. Yes. <laughs> He's a helper yes. if we want our opponents to be dead. Yes, he is. He's if, very good at that. If anything goes in or out of our graveyards, they lose a life. Yes. Pretty much how it works. Yeah. And then you can make opponents mill cards by paying some mana too. Each player. There we go. Each player. And Us you two. can you can go infinite mill. If you got infinite mana, you just mill everybody and, and Sir Conrad will just kill them. Yes. So good card. If if we've got like uh, I'm just looking at the lands package. Man, so many of the lands do crazy things in this deck. <laughs> well, lot, we play. We don't really talk about the lands very often, but we are playing the artifact lands that we are cap We can play. We are playing man lands so that they can turn into artifacts. Or is this sagas in here? Yep. We can, uh, what's the 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 one that has infect? Because it's an artifact creature land. The uh, ink moth nexus. Yeah, ink moth nexus. There we yep. go. Treasure so vault is a land that gives us treasures. Right. Hey, Mycosynth gardens can turn into an artifact. So, hang on a second. If we're playing multiple lands a turn, and we can play them from our graveyard. Ink Moth Nexus, you play it, you tap it, turn it into a thing that taps for three, you nuke it with Bob of the Saga, draw three, do three, gain three. Yeah. Play it from your graveyard again, reactivate it, sack it again. Bob of the Saga three. has to tap. Well, yeah, but you untap her with our untappers. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's why I suggested Seedborn Muse for the deck. Yeah. Seedborn Muse. Yeah, Seedborn Muse. It pretty much in. lets you not go infinite, but it lets you draw 12 cards around. <laughs> and do 12 damage per round. That's Nor in the Wary numbers right there. And I will add just real quick that we are we are playing a strip mine in here. Yes. And we are playing the things that let us both play extra lands and lands from our graveyard. You can strip lock a motherfucker. You can strip lock people, which is a very effective way to, to win... When there's only one player left in yes. the game. <laughs> I'm going to strip lock you, and I'm not going to beat you, but you're not going to be able to play magic until I kill you. While that isn't the funnest way to play yeah. magic, <laughs> it is usually an inevitability, yeah. and somebody will just scoop. Yeah, they're like, okay, yeah. You, yeah, you, you got, got it, me. Man. Anyways. Next card. Card I'm currently looking for for my Hepatra deck, oh. Poison Tip Archer. PTA. Yes. Ah, don't Google that. Ah, no, you get parent-teacher yeah. yes. association. That's all school things. That's fine. Hey, maybe there's some uh, hot moms. One can only hope. Oh, I, I've i seen some. I've seen them. <laughs> this is a 2-3 a for 4 reach death touch. Whenever another creature dies, each opponent loses one. Awesome. Marionette Master. This is a Chris Von Doom special. Oh, yeah, CVD. Don't Google that. Uh, you'd probably get some marijuana paraphernalia. Yeah. It's a 1-3 for 6. It's yep. Fabricate 3, which means it can either come into play, you can put either counters on it, plus one, plus one counters, or make servos, and then whenever another artifact you control eats shit, you target opponent loses life equal to Marionette Master's power. So if you're set up real good, you can have her do four damage per thing, or you can have her do three, two, or one damage per artifact of yours that eats bin sauce. Bin sauce? Bin sauce. Yes, goes good with that one enchantment that puts um, Viridian Emissary. No, what's the one that puts plus one, plus one counters on, guys? Yeah. Oracle of Nylea. Yeah. Ordeal of Nylea. Yeah. Puts plus one plus counters on stuff. Bastion of Remembrance. Another card I'm looking for currently. Bastion. This is an enchantment for three. When it enters the battlefield, create a 1-1 one, one white human soldier creature token. So it gives you yeah. two creature types. Why not? Or two card types, I mean. Yep. And it's an aristocrat. Yep. Whenever your creature dies, lose one, gain one. And then we have Agent of the Iron Throne turns our commander into an aristocrat. That's good. Yes, it is. That's good. Okay, Ryan, we've talked about how we're going to aristocrat people out. Maybe there are some other finishing touches that we could apply Ooh, to our the, opponents. The some, cherry on top. Some finishing moves. The stunner, the, the figure four leg lock, the oh, elbow off the top rope. The finger blast finisher. Oh, I like that. Oh, yes. Oh, the finger blaster. That's where you, you push down the... The button on top of a landmine and then run away. Oh no no no! It's it's when Hulk Hogan poked Kevin Nash and he fell over. Oh the finger poke of doom. The finger blast of doom. Oh man, Drake Smith right now is losing his mind. <laughs> He's losing it. All right. Oh man, I can't believe I made a like that deep of a cut. That was a good that one. That was a deep cut right there. I like that. Finishing touches. We're gonna start off with one because I'm noticing a theme in the bling out of the deck. Lots of old border foils. Mm -hmm. There is an old border foil available of Titania Protector of Argoth, but that's not the version we're playing. No, this is just the modern master, the Mari Ho Ho yeah. foil. This is a five drop, five three elemental when it 
Um, Titania, Enter of Argoth, enters, Protector of Argoth, enters the battlefield. Land card from your graveyard to the battlefield. So we get that uh, Dinkmouth Nexus back. So she essentially represents two card types, uh, creature and land. Mm-hmm. And whenever a land you control is put in the graveyard from the battlefield, create a 5-3 green elemental creature. Yeah. So you could get a second creature mm-hmm. or just a beater. Yeah. Ah. That's right. And if you really needed to finish your opponents off, you could just sack all your land to Bobble the Saga to make dudes. Yeah. Like in a pinch, you just sack three land and make three five threes. It's pretty good. Oh, uh, no, you... Oh, yes. Yeah, you wouldn't do you wouldn't three, do draw the... three, but you get 15 power worth of guys, and that's yes. nothing to shake end a of, stick at. End of player four's turn, you just go, ah, shit. Sacrifice three lands, make three five threes. Uh, I don't get no Bubba Saga. Yeah, get 15. Yeah, I'll start my turn now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And something that could make those bigger, let's say if you do it on, on, on your turn again, you can sack three more things. Masaryk, Crawl, Death Priest. Oh, that's freaking good. That's so good in this deck. Whenever... Whenever a player sacrifices another permanent, whenever any player mm-hmm. sacrifices freaking anything, mm-hmm. we put a plus one, plus one counter on each <laughs> creature we control. I th- I'm, I'm, I'm loath to say that cards that are fun like this are a mistake, but God dang, dang it. it, it is hard to keep track of that. Masaryk is a totally fine card. I'm not saying anything's wrong with it, but Damn it, I hate keeping track of that crap. You know what? This could. Masaryk could represent an infect kill with Ink Moth Nexus in that I animate Ink Moth on, on each of my yeah. opponent's turns. If I can untap Bubble the Saga and sacrifice 3 3 3. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then you got a 10 10 Ink Moth Nexus. Then I got a 10 10 Ink Moth Nexus that flies. Yes. Just FYI. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the last one in the finishing touch section, remember we talked about that incidental life gain earlier? Plus the incidental life gain off of Baba the Saga. D- do it in the Vince McMahon voice. Do this card, but in Vince McMahon's voice. It's Blossoming Bog Beast, pal. <laughs> <laughs> I want pictures of Blossoming Bog Beast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and... Whenever Blossoming Bog Beast attacks, you gain two life. Then creatures you control get trample and plus X plus X until end of turn where X is the amount of life you've gained this turn. Yes. It's automatically two for attacking with Blossoming Bog Beast. Then you gain three off of your Bobble Saga because you've sacked three things. Yes. And Bob is your uncle. No, no, Baba is your uncle. Yes, Baba is your uncle. Oh, I like that too. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, we got there. Oh, man, I want to get bobbed and I want to get Lasogged. So those are our three... Finishers. Is the deck done, Ryan? Or Not, even close. Not even close. Not even freaking close. We have to fodder ourselves. Things that we can sack. We don't have token generators or any of that stuff just yet, but maybe we can find something in here that might just... In hindsight, we should have done this not last. We no. should have done the finishers last. No, we're doing this last because it has all the crazy cards in it. All that weird all shit that, that you've never heard else. of. The stuff that takes time. That's that, right. That we got to like continue doing the deck tech for. That's right. Freaking finger blast. <laughs> God damn it. Squirrel Sanctuary. ETBs, you get squirrels. Whenever a non-token creature you control dies, you pay one. You can uh, return Squirrel Sanctuary from your graveyard to your hand. From not from play to from play to hand. Oh yeah, then you can cast it again and get squirrel. That's right. Yeah. Servo schematic. Servo schematic. This is a uncommon from Aether Revolt because <laughs> we've all heard of this card, right? Yes, we don't need to read it. Oh no, everybody's going. Oh yeah, yeah. Servo schematic. I was thinking that uh, Finger Blast Mommy Two should probably just have that in there. Well, if if you're if you're an idiot and don't know what this card, yeah, if is, you're new, if it's it's an artifact for two, when Servo Schematic enters the battlefield or is put into the graveyard from the battlefield, create a one-one colorless Servo artifact creature token. Boom. That's like um, Icker Wellspring or Icker whatever. Yes. Icker Wellspring. Is that the one? Yep. Yep. Let's talk about my favorite card in the deck. <laughs> my very favorite card in the deck. So much my favorite that it could be card of the week. That's a $7 card, too. Sarcomancy. You could certainly go to FusionGamingOnline.com and save 5% on that by using CCO Slam promo code. That's right. Or any card you talk about in the deck that, uh, that, you, that you want. Sarcomancy. Yep. Enchantment. Yep. ETBs. Yep. Get a 2-2 black zombie. Ooh, what else does it do, Ryan? Ooh. During your upkeep, if there are no zombies on the battlefield, Sarcomancy deals one damage to you. <laughs> what? 
sure. Oh, I hate that. Sure. But it's so good. Oh, I like that. Okay. It represents two card types. Yes, it does. For one mana. Rancor. Rancor. Enchantment. Plus two, plus zero, oh, and trample. When Rancor is put into the graveyard, return it to its owner's hand. Sack it to Bubble the Saga. Get it back. Use it again. Very good. Prized statue. When prized statue enters the battlefield, put ore is put into the graveyard. You create a treasure. And it's a just a random 2-2 artifact that you want to get rid of. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, yes. It ends up being free if you cast it and then immediately Bubble a Saga it. Yep. It gives you your two treasures back. Right. Sure. Ornithopter. That's a 0-2 zero, for 0. We talked about Icar Wellspring earlier. Yep. It ETBs or LTBs. You draw a card. Dockside Chef. Ooh. Dockside Chef. 1-2 for 1. Black one, sacrifice an artifact or creature, draw a card. And this it, is Bubble Saga Jr. And it's an enchantment creature, which is neat. Oh, yeah, that's good. Here's a card that everybody was just rock hard over. This is the first time I've seen it in a deck list. This card is still very good. It is, but it's not, again, it's no Void Mirror, let me tell you. Oh, yeah. Awaken the Woods. Awaken the Woods. Green, green, X sorcery, create X, one, one, green, forest, Dryad land creature tokens. <laughs> That's like let, let me let me enter green sorcery into chat GPT and see what it returns. Green forest dryad land creature token. <laughs> what yeah, the fuck? Exactly. But somehow it all makes sense. Thanks, Chat GPT. You're so smart. You're gonna steal our jobs. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's so good. It writes papers for people. That's awful. No. Aspect of Mongoose. Ass Goose. Enchant Creature. Enchant Creature can't be the target of spells or abilities. Initially, I really liked this card. Oh, and I, then I realized that it's Ass of Goose, and now I don't. I lost the game because I played this card on my own creature. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It gives it gives Enchanted Creature Shroud, let's say. Yes. And when it's put into the graveyard from the battlefield, you return it to its owner's hand. Like, just, just like, like Rancor. Rancor. Yeah. And the last card in the deck is an Abundant Growth. A Butt Growth. Butt Growth. You should probably get that checked out. Don't finger blast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Enchant Land. It's an enchantment. Enchant's Land. Enchant, uh, when Abundant Growth enters the battlefield, draw a card. Enchanted Land has tap. Add one of any color to your mana pool. It basically says green you get an enchantment into play. And it replaces itself immediately. And then you can bubble a saga it away. Yeah, and you don't even give a shit about it. You just put it in to get rid of it. Yeah, this this is maybe the... This is one of the weaker cards in the deck because it can't even block like an Ornithopter could. Yeah. And it doesn't ETB and leave the battlefield draw a card like Icar Wellspring. Yeah. This could be cut because, you know, Finger Blast Mommy 2 is just made out of money. Obviously, uh, he could get a foil... Legion's foil. Yeah. Or 8th edition foil. Even better. Seedborn Muse. That's right. That would be a very powerful card in this That deck. would be really, really good. This you know what else would be really good in here? Hammer of Perforos. If it wasn't red. Hammer of P. That would be so good. P Hammer. That would be the best one. Yeah, it would be a good one. It would be an amazing card in this deck. Because be it one. makes enchantment artifact creatures. It's the best. Enchantment artifact creature. Yep. For sacking a land. So you sack it to get draw, draw a card, play the land from your graveyard again with all your land getter backers, and get one permanent that you can sack to do all the shit. <laughs> so good. Too yeah, bad it's red. Good. Too bad it's red. Too bad it's red. That's a good-ass <laughs> card right there. That's a good card. Hey, a couple quick things about the deck. It is all foil, It is, well, or, or getting there. It is the pet deck, the forever deck. This is the arc of forever decks. We know that when we talk about forever decks, they don't just get built overnight. Yes. And I would like to mention this deck has a total value of $1,584. We're sure you could play it for less. Yes. If you didn't have all the judge promo stuff. There's some pretty high-end stuff. It's actually really cool to look at. He has lots of... Uh, schematic arts for like I love seeing decks like yeah. this in the in the real. Oh yeah, even like the little ten cent cards. They're now dollar cards, which really adds up. And I, some of the other promos yeah. are like a hundred dollars on yeah. a ten dollar card, right? So I got to show off my Zada deck that's like this in when we were in Calgary last. Ooh, um, friend of the show T Mac and a couple other people who who either listen to the show or I told them about the show then I played Zada and I showed them the deck it's got like foiled jewel lotus and it's got signed mana crypts and stuff like it's really cool 
I want to move to the strengths. Do it. Ball's the weakness because this is a pet forever deck. And yeah. It's probably like I mentioned tuned to be in the spot that it is, that it's in. Yep. To fit into the meta, the LGS, to be what the owner pilot wants it to be. And you know what that means? There are no weaknesses. Ball's the weakness. The first strength is that it does everything Cohen Finger Blast Mommy Two wants it to do. Yes. How many times can you say that about a deck? It does 100% of the stuff you want it to do and nothing that you don't want it to do. Hey. That's pretty cool, that's, man. That's like some meta strength. Yeah. I got one deck that does that. One. One. Well, some in-game strengths. It's got <clears throat> it's got sacrifice outlets and payoffs, yep. which some people like, myself included, butt yep. stuff. There you go. Yep. It's got uh, get your stuff back, yep. get her backers. So you're not punishing yourself as hard as you could be for doing the butt stuff. And it's got potential and realized potential in that you can do the land graveyard thing like yep. lands decks people are want to want to do. Yep. Or you could do it the direction that I would take it with more aristocrat stuff to farm kind of the dies triggers and, and more token creation with dies triggers. Yep. You could do that kind of stuff. Or you could go even harder on the lands being played and then being played out of the graveyard and go harder into the sack all your lands to get uh, enchantments to, or in, elementals to attack with. Yes. So you can turn it into an aggro deck if you wanted to. Yes. Or an infect deck. Yeah. So here's here's a real funny one. Ooh. The deck doesn't give a crap about its guys. No. <laughs> Just bin them. No, who cares? Just gank myself. Yeah. Oh I, pay, oh, I played this guy. Oh, look at how cool this card is. That's great. I'm glad you saw it because it's going to be in the bin with yep. a basic forest on oh, top man. of it for the rest of the game. This, this would be you and me if we were playing the deck. Oh, man. Okay, let's play Titania. And you'd be like, oh, Titania, that's one of my favorite cards. And I'm just like, sacrifice her immediately. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my favorite card. Into the garbage. Yep. Yeah. That's the best. There it is, yeah. 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 And of course, you, like you mentioned, it means something to somebody, a very significant strength of the deck. Yes, these sentimental decks are always favorites of mine, because you can, you can really see the gears turning behind all the cards. It's not just a pile of cards that kind of work well together, it's a... It's a process, and it's a story, and it's yep. a conversation piece. I like that. We all have lots of those kicking around, and those are really cool, and that's what we're focusing on in this arc, which is exciting. I'm fucking excited to see some of these. Oh, I have to say this. I forgot to mention this earlier on in the show. Oh, Lots of people have submitted lists. I've looked at all of them. There's lots of them that I would like to do, but some of you, and you know who you are, <laughs> did not include custom categories. And index like this, where they're complicated, please add custom categories. We will be more likely to do your deck. Yes, very much so. And if you want your deck featured, you can submit it to commandercookout.com. If you're not in the Patreon Discord, if you are in the Patreon mm -hmm. Discord, it's a free benefit free benefit of becoming a patron. It's one of the Can best benefits to being a member of the nation. Very much so. Patreon.com slash CCO podcast. Once you're in the Discord, you get connected when you sign up and there's a casual deck building channel. There's a I'll say a more competitive deck building channel. Mm -hmm. And then there's a preferred deck list channel at a higher patronage patronage tier. And when you submit there, you can tag myself and Brando, CCO, CCO Ryan or CCO Brando in there, or just Brando because he's the one that's picking the decks because he has a better knack for Aww. discerning when people are passionate about something. Oh, Yeah. I don't nice. know. You just seem to recognize it better than I do. Oh, that's nice. Right? And, and, th and, and think of the thing like the arc of... Forever decks. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't even, I haven't even working we have, title. We don't even have a working title yet. What that's are we doing? The working title. Okay, that's, <laughs> and we know what that means. <laughs> but keep the decks coming. Keep the uh, the custom categories. Maybe two less of them than we than we talked about here today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do custom categories or else. But don't do too many of them because yeah, that's too many. <laughs> it becomes more. Well, then it becomes more difficult to to to, oh, I think, to traverse. I think I think this was fine. We had two, with three things that were based on getter backing from the graveyard. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> right? So, come on, guys. Creativity <laughs> is amazing, and we appreciate and celebrate it, but give us a break, okay? Yeah, that's fantastic. We're only two people. More than two people do, however, work at our lovely sponsors and business daddies, FusionGamingOnline.com, or you can use special promo code CCOSLAM, save 5% off any of the pimp-ass merch that you've seen in this deck today, or any of the regular stuff that you would like that you're going to buy anyway. 
sleeves, deck so. boxes, all that stuff. It's all there. More than two people also work on our uh, extracurricular content, I'm, I'm going to call it. Okay. Two or more, I should say. <laughs> editor Joe, Editor Tyler, big thanks to them for Top 5 and 5s, for all the CCO shorts that you see, mm -hmm. for CCO Sidewalk Slam Crazy 8 <laughs> is like the newest one. one. You can check that out wherever you find Commander Cookout. We've got it posted on Facebook, Twitter, the top of the YouTube page. Watch it. It's fun. There's altered cards in there. Brando tells you where to find them about 87 times. <laughs> <laughs> we should have mentioned Sidewalk Slam at the top of the show, but we didn't because we, we were excited about other stuff. We're excited about the deck in Vancouver and all the other things. And what else are we excited about, Ryan? We're excited to be back next week with another super exciting episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song! <laughs>